are back. Um, we had some technical issues going on, but we're here. It's another Saturday, and this is Nobody Dances Here, and Neha is here. Hey, Quentin. My soulmate. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm just, you know, trying to get this party started. We're a little late, but we'll make up for it. Right. Stay tuned. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, today's show, we're going to be talking about networking. So we have the lovely Nicole Briggs here uh, sitting on the couch waiting for us to, you know, talk to her. And uh, we also have a DJ here. Uh, we like to call him DJ 516. He's brilliant. And um, yeah, so uh, Neha. Yes, Quentin, what's up? Tell me something interesting. Something interesting. Well, we have two beautiful people, and um, talking about beautiful, it reminds me of um, something I've been seeing everywhere, fur. So, um, yeah, um, fall's here. Winter's going to start very soon. Fur is everywhere, and I just actually participated in a fur design competition. So, How many goats did you kill? No, it was just designing. So, so far I haven't, but if I do win it, I will be killing minks and sables, not... Goats. Sables? You're gonna yeah. kill a sable? I think I will if I do win it. Okay, so when you want to go hunting for the sable, you gotta call me. <laughs> All right. Well, are uh, you gonna hunt it for me? Yes. We're gonna cut it open, skin it alive, stab it multiple times. We don't need to kill animals for it. The how, how are you gonna get the fur? All right. So I'm gonna break, burst the bubble. Right. You don't kill them. You farm raise them, especially for their fur. So. If I want mink fur, I'm gonna farm raise mink specially just to have its have its fur. I don't need to kill it. I'm just gonna shear it off its body. That's lame. I mean, if you I thought we were gonna go to like Walmart and get like the army fatigue surplus <laughs> hunting gear, buy rifles and stuff like that. So you know, PETA would kill you and me. So I don't think we want to get there. To whatever. But uh, <laughs> something else that's interesting. Uh. You uh, recently discovered that black people have their own language. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I just recently discovered it. It's true. I did not know anything about it. I did not even know such a ridiculous thing even existed. It's not ridiculous. It's oh my God, Ebonics. It's called Ebonics. It's called Ebonics. That makes... I'm sorry, but um, I'm not trying to diss it, but I'm trying to diss the idea of You just language. used it. Diss is Ebonics. Well, I don't need to learn a language to speak normal English. That's a part of normal vocabulary. Yeah, but they had to call it something, so they chose to call it Ebonics. Wait, wait is this like a new invention? Or no. 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 So there's a language for black people? Or if you want to speak like a black person? This makes no sense to me. I'm sorry if I sound ignorant or... Um, I'm just new to this. This is like an eye-opener, and I'm seriously... Um, I don't want to use the F word, but I'm fucking disgusted and scandalized. What the hell? Like, I can understand learning Spanish and French, but learning... So what are you trying to say? Learning the language of black Americans no, is not why? No, 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 no. as speaking French? No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't learn it, but I'm saying that the fact that they think it's another language is what is um, a little degrading for me. Oh, imagine how I feel. I'm sorry. But on to other topics. Um, 
You've been, have you been keeping up with like the Disney scandal that's been happening with the new black uh, princess the movie? The princess and the frog? Yes. Um, yes, I'm actually um, in a class which um, we sort of unfold the meaning of um, animated movies and fairy tales and... Um, yeah, so it's not about learning. It's not learning about Disney, but I have been watching a lot of animated movies and picking up their hidden meanings and symbols. That's but I'm looking forward to watching The Princess and the Frog. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to see it. I want it because I want to know. Like, it's such a big controversial topic that it's the first black princess. No, the it's first black princess was Nala. From Lion King. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they thought of black people when they made that movie. <laughs> I hate that See, movie. See, I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I forgot. But apparently, um, there's a lot of people protesting, and it's also given a lot of media attention to, like, this new, like, weird conspiracy that Disney movies are perverted. So, like... I was watching some YouTube videos, and if you type in Disney uh, innuendo in YouTube, you'll get some videos that try to make Disney seem like a pervert. Like, like Disney's always done that. Like, they've always had um, subtle references to sexual, I don't know, meanings and sexual words and funny things. Like, it's just sort of their inside joke almost, and if you're smart enough, you can see it. Right. Which ones did you see? Well... Uh, the Lion King has sex apparently spelled it's, out every five minutes, which I didn't think was interesting. It's not every five minutes, but yes, it is when um, Simba walks on the ledge. You're right, right. Right. And then in Aladdin, when Jasmine walks into the room, Aladdin says, good teenagers take off their clothes. What? Yes. No. How do you feel as an Indian? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, but Aladdin is an Indian. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought he was. What is he? Yeah. Uh, Arabic? Arabian Nights? Remember? Arabian Nights! Arab, India, different. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, your cousins. Your cousins. Uh, Not really, but if that's what you want to call us. Right. But, uh, because, uh, you're lactose intolerant. (laughs) Why would you remember that? And yes, is that because I'm drinking a soy latte? Yes. Okay, you're weird, but yes, I am lactose intolerant, Quentin. But do you not know what that is? Yeah, I do know what it is, but um, I, a lot, my friend Kenyatta said that uh, like most people are lactose intolerant, though. Yeah, most people are. They just don't know about it. Um, it's a lot of ignorance and a lot of um, I don't know, lack of knowledge. You're basically your body basically stops producing enough um, enzymes and enough whatever it needs to to break down dairy so every time you have a dairy product you're basically screwed right (laughs) i can't like i can't drink whole milk like actually when i eat cereal i have to drink almond milk why because it just doesn't agree with me maybe you are lactose intolerant i love ice cream though it doesn't have to be everything. Like there, there may be certain dairy products that your body can't accept. Uh, yes, and then if you can't take whole milk and you still want to, you can just pop a lactate pill. They're called lactose intolerant yeah, pills. Yeah. <laughs> so pop that. That's what I always keep doing. That's sad. But uh, if you uh, been going out to any hot spots? Uh, not really. Um, I got really disappointed the last time I went out. So since then, I've been keeping it a little on the low. Really? Yeah. I actually went out last night with one of my friends, and 
I was kind of upset. We went to uh, this place called... Well, we went to Soundbar. Oh, okay. How was is, it? It was overpacked as usual. Soundbar is like... Sweaty, grindy, yeah. people on people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very douchey. So if you don't like douchebags, don't go to Soundbar. I've been there once. Didn't like it. It's it's too... Yeah, it's too douchebaggy for me. Right. And then um, Stone Lotus is cool. But... Uh, yeah, it was it was me and my other friend. It was just us two, and she totally dished me for some Mexican dude. Were you into her? No. So then, why do you care? Because I was in the middle of the dance floor dancing by myself. Well, you should have caught somebody hot and danced with that person. Oh, too bad you weren't there. I'm sorry. Uh. Maybe next Saturday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, you wish. Right. Talk well, about sexual harassment. Come on, come on. Stop, stop touching me, Quentin. I'm going to call the producer on you. All right. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I just wanted to throw you off. That's it. The secret word is awkward. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, you're listening to Nobody Dances here, and we're going to let you listen to DJ 516. And yes. Tweet us, call us. Our number tweet is... Tweet us at Nobody Dances on Twitter. 312-345-3805 if you want to call us. And, of course, hit us up on the Facebook fan page. Nobody dances here. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six-form ball. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leoshi Cause she don't know me but yo she's really fine You know I see her all the time everywhere I go And even in my dreams I can scheme a way to make her mine Cause I know she's living fat Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball So how am I gonna compete with that? Cause when it comes to playing basketball I'm always last to be picked and in some cases never picked at all So I just lean up on the wall Or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls Who came to watch they man ball Dad y'all I never understood black Whether jocks get the fly girls and me I get the hood rats I tell them scat, skittles, kebabble Got hit with a bottle and put in a hospital for talking that mess I confess it's a shame when you living in a city that's the size of a box And nobody knows your name Glad I came to my senses Like quick, quick, got sick, sick to my stomach Overcoming my thoughts of me and her together, right? So when I asked out, she said I wasn't a type I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a baller I wish I had a girl with a good I would call Uh, uh, yeah, you're listening to Nobody Dances here, DJ 516. Yeah, DJ 516. Yeah. He's li- he's mixing it up live for yeah, us. Yeah, it's like lounge music, y'all. Do you get it? Uh, all right, and this is your host, Quentin and Neha, and we're back. And we're now for uh, On the Dance Floor. So, Kim Kruxa, who was originally arrested for giving her students marijuana, liquor, and antidepressant pills for doing odd jobs. <laughs> and everyone just applauded for her. That's not good. Um, she got arrested because um, the people who uh, turned her in, she yeah. found out who they were, and she went after them. So <laughs> This is her second time getting arrested. Way to go, Kim. I don't think they should employ her for a teacher again. I think she lost her job. Oh, okay. That would so, make sense. But 
my main concern is the fact that she was giving away antidepressant pills. I mean, what? I think it was probably just getting them high or something, like with alcohol. You can get high off of antidepressant pills. I I'm, I don't know. I've never done it, but maybe if you mix it with alcohol, any pill mixed with alcohol can get you gone. So that's what she was doing. Yeah. She clearly enjoyed it. Well, she's a loser. Oh. <laughs> And uh, apparently, 2 million doses of the H1N1 vaccine is being shipped to Illinois. So it's on its way. Are you going to get the shot? Um, I think I will. I'm not. No? I got the flu shot once and almost ended my life. Come on. Your arm just swells. You get a little dizzy. That's all right. And then you might get sick with the virus that they just injected into you. It's a conspiracy. No, it's just um, the vaccine is for people in high-risk cat categories. So maybe you don't need to get it. Pregnant women, people who are six months to 24 years old, healthcare workers, 25 to 65-year-olds with serious underlying health problems. So maybe you don't need to get it. I'm 24. Though. Yeah, but 24 is borderline. I guess borderline. you can look that Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of borderline, what was going on with Victoria Rawls' dress? Like, that was borderline horrific. Who was, who's Victoria Rawls? She is um, the actress on Young and the Restless, and she wore an ugly blue pattern dress that had Obama's face all over it. Like, the... All right, this is what happened. For She went to... She went to an award ceremony and she wore an ugly dress which had Obama's face all over it and she was um, sort of trying to raise or um, promote his health care right. by wearing that ugly dress. I don't think the dress was ugly. I it was ugly. That, I think she was just trying to make a statement and she succeeded. Uh, no. No, the dress. All right. I, I can't call it, anything with Obama's face on it ugly. Listen, if it was a beautiful dress and it had like a good message and it was still Obama's face on it, I wouldn't call it ugly, but the dress was just, even if it didn't have Obama's face on it, it would be ugly. It's not ugly. It has Obama's face on it and therefore it is gorgeous. I, oh God. Winner. Just because it has Obama's face on it. I'll see you at uh, Fashion Week, Victoria Wall. <laughs> so uh, this week is TV turnoff week. So you need to uh, turn your TV off this week or get killed by Viacom Networks. I think I could try doing that. Can you live without your TV for a whole week? I choose not to. So I'm willing to die for the cause. You know. So you're absolutely not even going to try? No. no I mean, why? And you know who invented this? It's who? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon is going to turn off their station for like five hours and have like this screening message of, hey, uh, go outside and play. I like that. No, yeah, like it's let stupid. The kids play. If I am an American child watching Nickelodeon, That's and then why all of a sudden, so obese. and then all of a sudden, Nickelodeon is like, "Hey, we're not going to be on the air for five hours." I'm like, "Fuck that! I'm going to watch MTV, and then I'm going to get corrupt, or better yet, I might just watch BET." All right, you do what you want to. I still think it's a good, it's a good promotion. No, they're letting the kids go out and play for once. Letting them because they mean, didn't have the option before. We're not a communist country, uh, Neha. I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. Thank you, thank you. I am foreign. Yes, I remember that. Speaking of foreigners, Mayor Daly is putting sixty million dollars down to promote tourism in Chicago. Go Mayor Daly. How does that make you feel, Neha? <laughs> Well, I'm here as a student, not for the purpose of enjoying Chicago. So oh. you can count me out on that one. I'm sorry. Yes. But um, he wants to spend $60 million and 
He says that it's because he, Chicago is in competition with states like Atlanta, Las Vegas, and Orlando. But that's really upsetting because it's like, I thought we were competing with the likes of L.A. and, and New, York. New York. What's, yeah. what, what's, <laughs> since when do we become a third-rate city? I don't know. I guess the goal is to make Chicago more marketable and avoid unemployment. Now, he wants us to have the goddamn Olympics. I'm going to need for him to let go of that dream. He won't. He's going to keep promoting I'm going to need for it. him to let go of that goddamn dream. What the he hell is wrong with you, Mayor Daly? Like, can't, I can't go to the vending machine and get a cherry Coke for 85 cents like I used to. It's a dollar now because taxes went no. up in Chicago. I don't mean to yell at you, but we're done discussing cherry Coke. We've been talking about it every week. I don't care. I love cherry Coke. And a bag of M&M's is $2. $2. Mr. Hudson and Kid Two dollars for a bag of peanut <laughs> M&M's. He won't even let me talk. I thought we were moving on, but clearly not. So how about you vent while I sit? I sip on my latte. Your overpriced latte because the taxes went up. I hate cherry coke. I don't care how cheap it is. Even if it's for free, I'll toss it. You know what? Let's just move on because I'm really about to punch yes, you in the thank face. Thank you. Mr. Hart, Mr. Hudson and Kid Cudi perform at Sprite Green and RSVP Gallery event. Uh, Mr. Hudson performed at Millennium Park, received pretty good reviews. Yeah, it, people said it was amazing. Yeah, he performed Forever Young. Um, he's known for his tracks on the Jay-Z album, Blueprint 3. No? Oops. <laughs> what? Neha. I was just psyching you out. I was joking. Oh, I was like, what did I do? Did you do anything? Did I spill something? Did it's I? funny because when you're on radio and you make funny faces at your co-hosts, they kind of take you too seriously. He, <laughs> there was a woman arrested for punching two dudes. I think I'm going to punch you stop. right now, but yeah, let's on the train stop. 39-year-old Nicole Patrick was arrested for punching two guys at the Belmont stop. What is going on with the, the Belmont, Belmont stop? I don't know. Every week we got a story about the Belmont stop. Because it's, I don't know, the gay hood, as somebody said Yeah, last time. doesn't gay mean happy? Shouldn't everybody <laughs> at Belmont be happy? She called both of them cunts and punched them. Uh, she called <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's a good word. <laughs> Yeah, just don't use it. One guy uh, got punched in the chest and scratched on his nose, and the other one had... Uh, Bloody nose. Yeah. yeah. And she was drunk, so we can't blame her. She took down two men. I mean, I don't approve of what she did, but that's some lady out there. Nicole Patrick's my hero. Okay, good for you. Right. Um, talk about heroes. Um, I don't know why, but I keep going back to whoever, who the hell or what stupid hero was it that tried to invent the word? Because a student at, um, I'm, I'm still talking about the Ebonics. Is that what you call it? Yes, it's Ebonics. All right. I'm sorry. I, I'm still just um, absolutely mesmerized by that. But um, speaking about it, a student at the Washbourne Culinary Institute on 63rd and Halsted Street is the only white woman in her, woman in her baking and pastry class. And she wants to open a fine dining restaurant in Bronzeville with a menu written in Ebonics. I am not sure how that makes me feel. Why don't we have this woman's name and address and phone number, contact information, so I can cuss her out? What is wrong with her? I don't know, but it makes no sense to me. It's insulting because Bronzeville is Obama City. It's insulting just to have that language. I didn't even know about it, and I'm offended. I'm not, I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry. 
For Sorry, the record, I don't think black people came up with the term Ebonics. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. It, don't it, worry. It was a white person that did Obviously. it. Obviously. Yeah. That makes sense. Let's move on. This is a touchy subject. So, um, McDonald's gave away free CTA rides and a free burger. Um, Why? uh, They were promoting their try free, ride free campaign. So, they have these new burgers that came out. So, if you came out to try the burger, you got a free ride on the CTA. This happened at Jefferson Park. And there were many CTA workers in line for the handouts. But they didn't go give it to the poor people? Or... No, the no. poor people didn't deserve anything, so why would they get anything? Why don't they? The homeless? The homeless people of Chicago, Illinois, are the rudest people you will ever come in contact with, hands down. They're mean. What do they do to you? They're mean. They yell at you. They throw things at you. They touch well, you. I don't know why you always come across such people. It hasn't ever I'm happened I'm not to the me. only one. Does anybody in the audience have a homeless person story? Uh, right, we got we a one have, audience member. We have member, an audience member coming one up. One audience member. Let us know what happened to you. All right, just as an introduction, um, that's Natalie, and she's going to give us her topic. Go so, on. Natalie, what happened to you? What happened? So, I'm standing outside of my building, minding my own business, you know, smoking, because it's this really awful habit that I have. And this woman comes up off the street and goes, Can you give me one of those? And I'm like, no, sorry, it's the only one I brought out with me. And she like, I don't smoke that shit anyways. And like, oh. stormed off. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it was ter- I was terrified. And at the same time, I was like, you bitch, like, go to 7-Eleven. It's around the corner. I'm sorry. I guess Dang. she didn't have money for smoke. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe they are rude. I take They're very word. rude. I don't know. I haven't ever faced anything like that. So I'll take back my word, though. Right. So, um, the Ralph Lauren store on September 22nd had their Design Industry Foundation Fighting AIDS, other uh, people call it DEFA, and Nate Burkus hosted the party. And for those of you who don't know who Nate is, um, it's Oprah's buddy who does all the interior decorating for her show. Yeah, and I, it was a huge success, though. Yeah, a lot of people turned out. A lot of rich people um, donated. 15% of the sales went to the cause, and one of the country's largest supporters of direct care for people living with uh, HIV is what that organization is. Have you ever gotten yourself tested for HIV? Yes. All right, I'm proud of you. Do you? No. <laughs> Maybe I should, but I just. I heard. I'm not even sure that I, I heard that India. As much I heard that India. You, are you calling me a whore? <laughs> I didn't say that, but. Um, but I heard that uh, India had the highest rate. Yeah, because there are a lot, a lot, a lot of poor people and people below the poverty line who are suffering. So it's either it's it's an extreme poverty and HIV. Yeah, they have nothing to do with each other. It, it does. You don't know India. There are extreme cases. They're either below poverty line or they're extremely excuses. High society. Neha, you need to get tested. I know. Sorry. <laughs> well, yes, I should. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you for making that awkward for me. You're the one putting me on blast like, I haven't slept with you <laughs> um, The 45th Chicago International Film Festival. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still cracking up. Uh, all right. So they're going to air 150 films this year. It's located at the AMC River East. And the, stick- the tickets start at $5. 
go watch one of those movies. Why are you so so quiet? I don't get that. I don't understand. Okay, so they're going to do 150 films yes. this year. Yes. And it's $5 per ticket. And it's the 45th Chicago International Film Festival. Yeah. And the films start October 8th, but when does it end? Um, you might want to check that on chicagofilmfestival.com. Uh, <gasps> Uma Thurman's going to be there. Thank you. Yes, she will be attending um, <laughs> a movie there. Yes. I will be there okay. getting my yellow jumpsuit autographed. Oh, I love Kill Bill. Man. Yeah. See, I didn't know what anger was until I saw Kill Bill. Oh, that movie is just so good. And then that opening scene where she beat the <laughs> the A Fox's ass. Why are we discussing? I love that movie. Okay. It's called a digression. Neha, learn how to flow with it. Anyway, talking about people that should get beaten up. A mom sued her son's Facebook pranksters. Four boys created a false Facebook page about John Doe, which had sexual, racist statements on the page and vulgar and sexual comments to other girls. They put his real name and his real cell phone number on the page. And he has he because of this he got alienated from friends and had to switch coaches, athletic clubs, and academic advisors. So they pretty much just jacked up his social life. The Facebook profile has been removed, but had already obtained 580 friends, all of which he attended school with and didn't realize that it wasn't him. Wow, that's so, crazy. And he he's not allowed to travel. He wasn't allowed to travel with his teammates, so his family had to pay for the additional travel costs when he was doing his athletic stuff. Well, I'm glad his mother sued them because, like, now I think she's filed a case with Cook County and is suing for five fifty thousand uh, dollars, including uh, defamation, false light, intentional infliction, or emotional distress or something. Yeah, I'm glad for her. I hope she wins. Right. There was a 16-year-old beaten up uh, to death in a brawl. His name was uh, Darian Albert. He was 16 and beaten to death. Wow. What did he do? He had nothing to do with a fight that was taking place. He just got caught up in it. So basically, wrong place at the wrong time. And his family thinks that he was beaten because he refused to join a gang. Oh, wow. And there were 50 kids that beat him up or something? Yeah. 50 kids that beat him up. That's disgusting. Poor thing. 50? Yeah. Oh, my the number, gosh. The number climbed from 10 to 50. Um, talking about climbing, do you know Lupe Fiasco's climbing Mount Kilimanjaro? That's great for Lupe. What? That is really great for Lupe Fiasco. That's what I said. I know. Oh. I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, good for him. Um, <laughs> it's for um, raising awareness for clean drinking water. It's boring, but yeah. Oh. Talk about problems. Uh, Daily denies problems with O'Hare Airport. What's going on with O'Hare Airport? I don't want to talk about it. It's just getting boring. <laughs> the airport and Daily, I mean. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I think we should. That was a lot of news that we just went through. That was a lot of news. <laughs> Let's please take a break. Right. Um, we will get back to you with and no more news. We're coming but with the back topic soon with so. uh, Nicole Briggs. 
listen to DJ 516 yeah. for a little bit.
This is Nobody Dances here, and uh, Neha had to go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> we're going to bring Nicole out a little bit early. Say hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> but today's topic is networking, and you know a lot about that. Neha's back. Yeah, she is. Sit down, Neha. But uh, we're talking Hello. about Neha. Neha. We're talking about networking, and that is a very important thing to learn about because networking is essentially going to determine how sex sexy sex? how successful i you started doing something with your chest what it's going to determine my how hands are not <laughs> near my <laughs> it um, was going to determine how successful your career can be all right so uh networking is pretty much a supportive system of sharing information and services among individuals and groups having a common interest so you network, Nicole, right? Every day. Every day. Every day I'm what, hustling. Whether I want to or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you do? Well, you know, I try to go to as many events as possible. This is what happens. When you start your business, you, t- you turn out to, like, all of your friends all of a sudden become, like, business partners. I know that, like... You don't Kenyatta, have friends. You don't have friends. We were college anymore. friends. Now she's my uh, producer. Neha, college friends. Now she's my co-host. Mally, college friends. Now she's my marketing expert for social media, and she doesn't even have her degree yet. She's she's, she's 19, y'all. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just weird. But like when you are on stuff, you have to have other people help you do things that. You're not necessarily the best at. Yeah, I mean, the best people to turn to for help with that initially is your friends. And um, you really start to see, like, your friends' talents and non-talents. <laughs> right, know, right, right, right. When you right. start aligning yourself with right. them in, in terms of business. Like, so yeah, I don't think you're going like to be the best co-host. <laughs> you know, let Neha do it for the rest of the semester. Wait, what? I was referring to past people I've had oh. as co-hosts. Oh, that were shall not be named, apparently. They should not be named. Thank oh. you. I'm taking that as a compliment. It Thank is a compliment. You. You're ready to fight me, but no, because you. I love you. Touch me. Neha. Stop touching me, Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're joking, but um, basically, networking, networking is like co- um, outsourcing. It's, I mean, with friends at least. Like you try to find out who's good at what, try to give them the beauty. See how they can benefit you. See how you can benefit them. Um, are you working with any of your friends? Because I know you have a big business going on. Your boutique is fabulous. 
You're doing really wonderful. Yeah, I mean, um, I work a lot actually with um, Sadie Woods of White Label all the time. Um, she was one of the first people I met in high school. When I was 13, many, many moons ago. I would pay big money to see those photos. Oh my God, that was so dope. I had like long hair in the front, short in the back. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I am not ashamed of my high school photos. But um, yeah, you know, we just connected and um, creatively. And um, you definitely have to be creative with networking. And, um, you know, we both had an interest in music and photography and art in general. So that's where it all started. That's where the seed gets planted. So. So do you host fashion events and she comes in DJs for you? Like Yeah, um, actually when I first launched two years ago, my launch was at Lumen Nightclub and um, she was a DJ and the uh, co-coordinator. And then uh, this past September 11th weekend uh, for the September issue movie, she was also a co-coordinator on that. So, um, you know, her business and my business, you know, are parallel. You know, I do the fashion, she does the music, just kind of works out that way. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. But uh, I just want to give you guys a few tips. Uh, for those of you just turning in, our show is about networking. And one of the things that you need to do to network successfully is you have to be talkative. You cannot be a quiet mouse. Oh, no. I never shut up. That's my problem. You have to talk. You have to talk <laughs> about yourself. You have to talk about what you're working on, what your goals are. People want to know. Gift and the curse. Meet people. <laughs> you have to be in social places to meet people. Yeah. The other day, you mentioned about um, what is it after five or something what do you call that when you go out and network with people at clubs and pubs after five networking I'm sorry I but we'll talk about that later in the show no I wanted to ask her if do you ever do that for your label Yes, um, all the time, a lot of what I do happens at night, and I actually prefer to work at night. I'm a night owl anyway, so, you know, I go out and I try to meet um, people in the same industry in Chicago, cool, creative fashion designers and music people and models and DJs and, you know, people, other boutique owners, all of that. Every time I go out, you know, it just, it just turns on. It just happens. So, yeah. Yeah, you just make sure you have your business cards on you and you know sometimes it's like you, you feel a little like pressure to talk about business all the time like you can keep it light and it just kind of comes out you know kind of networking happens even when you're not trying so how do you i'm curious how would you advise someone to introduce themselves because a lot of people are paranoid about the idea of networking I mean, you know, we are all like subconscious narcissistic people, you know, we don't know if we have like no broccoli in our teeth or whatever. I mean, all you do is you just talk to whoever. I just go up and talk to people about whatever I want to talk. You know, if they look familiar, even if I don't even know them, I'd be like, you look familiar. Did I meet you at blah, blah, blah event? And most of the time, you know, if you got yourself together and you're looking attractive, it, right. it's not going to matter anyway. People like attractive people, so. Yeah, so like. Use wow. your looks. Yes. Use your looks. Use you your sex. No. <laughs> wow, that's getting your hustle on. Um, does it matter of how you look while you're networking? Yes, it depends on the event, and um, you should change it up. Like, if you're at something and it's obviously party it's a party basically i mean of course wear what you want to wear wear your personal style but if it's something more like um like i belong like if you belong to an organization that's more formal then you might want to tone it down like don't just wear what you want sometimes you know a lot of times women i think and men i mean they wear inappropriate things to the wrong event so like they're like too sexy for something 
where they trying to like you know go and get some money like so if you're going to something like the SBA and it's an event for that like don't wear your club stuff like keep that stuff at home right no hot tops yeah you know all of that they're like oh man I'm going out you know and they got on like crazy leggings and the boobs are out and all that I support that but Quentin's giving me the eyes He's always giving you an eye. I'm kidding. <laughs> Y'all are always touching. That's the problem. <laughs> Ow. Um, all right. So how do you follow up with people? Like once you've networked, once you've been there, you've spoken to them, you know, you've introduced yourself. What do you, what's the next step? What, how do you, do you contact them the next day? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, we live in a time now where people are like connected because of social media and it just like, it's so easy now. So, you know, with Facebook and everything, um, Twitter, blah, 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 email, people feel comfortable emailing because, you know, it's not like you're not on the spot. It's not face to face. It's not on the phone. On the phone. What's up? He just played Usher, y'all. Uh Oh, sorry. Oh my. Quinn's, I'm Quinn's, so sorry. Quinn's I'm high sorry. on music. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Quentin, <laughs> relax. You guys, relax. I, I need a minute. We're going to give Quentin a minute because Usher's on. Yeah, let... All right, you go off. I'm going to still continue Anything, asking. Everything Nicole. you oh want God. to. He won't let me do that. Ooh, ooh. Why she's so fly. I, this, oh, this is the song. Do you have a dance to the song? <laughs> Maybe. I might. <laughs> <laughs> You want to do that for us right now? I can't. Come on, do that. This while is radio. I know you do that, but I'll ask her oh, questions. Okay, right. So you can entertain us while I'm asking her questions. Oh, and I can use my ebonics too to further. <laughs> oh, ebonics. Oh. Yeah. How do you, How do you feel about ebonics? Um, ebonics can be fun. This is what I say about language. I feel like everyone should learn the English language properly, and I think once you know the rules, then you can break the rules. But you can't really be talking them ebonics when you're trying to get a job in an interview or whatever. I that mean, that's is, just ridiculous. That is a very good point that you brought up. You have to know your stuff before you can start breaking rules. Correct. Yes. So then you can use all the slang you want. And, you, you know, know your audience. Know when it's inappropriate. I mean, I don't know about that menu being ebonics. I think I'll be turned off and leave. <laughs> uh, deuces. Fine so, dining and ebonics, no. Right. It just sounds it sounds awfully um, disrespectful to me. A little offensive. Yeah. So how do you feel about things like Casual Friday? Casual Friday, I love it. I think it's something good. I think the reason why Casual Friday has been such a success is because, you know, everyone's uptight, that corporate structure, the cubicle. The cubicle gets you down, that fluorescent lighting. Everyone, look, everyone looks horrible. So, you know, Friday's your day to, like, wear your jeans and then, you know, if you center it around the jeans, good jeans, not mom and dad jeans, but, you know, then you can have fun with it. Just be creative and, you know, keep it professional. Keep it professional, y'all. Keep it professional. I'll tell you right now, though, a casual Friday is the only thing in the summertime that I hate and I just really, really gets me is I support sandals at work, but you got to have your toes painted. All, all of the toe. Not just some of the toe. Now, what about clear? <laughs> Neha, you're all good. Neha's all good. What about Neha. clear? Clear's not an option? Oh, no. Clear. I Actually, yeah. Clear or color. But most women have a color on their toes. Right. And when it's all chipped up, I just literally, I just, I have said something. I have said things to strangers. Like what? Like what? I'm like, oh, my God. Your shoes are so fierce. But, it, you know, it was ruined because you're 
whole nail polish is chips. You gotta. <laughs> My personal personal gym instructor once randomly stopped a girl in the gym Like when she was working out and said Honey, you're never going to find a man in your life with those nails And that's what he said and he walked away You got to be honest about that (laughs) And then she went and killed herself She was just, she she had weights in her hand and she just dropped them on the floor And then he walked out and she came up to me and said Is that your personal instructor? And I was like I'm sorry. <laughs> you have a personal instructor? I used to. Yes, what does he instruct you? Tacky. A personal gym instructor. I used to have one back home. That, oh, uh, I forget. You guys are on that British English. Yes. We call them personal trainers here. Sorry. I was confused. Personal trainer. See, yes. I, yeah, language. I was going to translate what she says uh, sometimes. Yeah, I just, um, never mind. I've always been treated like a puppet for this. Oh, American English. You don't say this, you say this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. As far as you get it, just shut up. I see why you have stalkers. <laughs> you have a stalker, right? I do. Tell us about him. It's, well, I've had worse, but this one right now is just getting annoying. Um, so I randomly met him two years back at a fashion... Um, you were re- networking one day. I was networking. It was a fashion... <laughs> yes, two years back. It was, a fa- it was actually... Um, I worked for um, a menswear designer back home, and I was networking for him, and it was a fashion week going on. Um, and one of my friends was there as well for marketing or something and we were just sitting and having a beer and this guy comes up and I think she knew him and he stopped by, he hung out with us for like half an hour or something. I have no memory of that guy. He was like a random guy. So we drank a couple of beers, I guess, for half an hour or so and went away. And this has been two years or maybe more and now he's been like Facebook stalking me. He keeps adding me and I keep rejecting him and then he'll keep writing me on my inbox saying, why don't you remember me? We hung out. How do you not remember me? We had a good time. And then last time when I just said, listen, I don't know who you are. Stop adding me. He actually copied, like he attached a picture where I was in with a picture with him. That is a networking story gone bad. That's just horrible. Like, I'm sorry. I networked with you two years back. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. Facebook's for friends. Stop adding me. So, yeah. So, uh, how do you feel about that? Like, Facebook horror stories? Well, you know, sometimes people get inappropriate and you have to delete them. I mean, I don't know. Do they send notifications when you delete people? Nope. Well, I keep deleting people all the time. (laughs) See, here's my thing. I love it. We live in a passive-aggressive world. It's awesome. Right. So we, like, I've had, like, people, like, try to hit me. Oh, I heard you have a radio show. I would love to, like, you know, be on it. And I'm like, what do you do? And they're like, you know, I just want to talk on the radio with you. Can I just say something about that? What? Oh, my God. It just makes me think about how to present yourself, even if you're young or you're urban Please just start professional. Like, I get these emails with these designers, and they're like, yo, get at me. I make this line. It's dope. It's head bitches in charge. I mean, (laughs) look, you can't be like that. But you you know what? I'm wondering if if it's because we're black. But it's not overtly obvious that uh, my business is black. Like, our pictures are not on there. So, I mean, for you to shoot in the dark like that and just 
take a risk and to unsounding unprofessional right. and using ebonics you know on the first impression <laughs> on a first impression is ridiculous like yeah. don't you're not supposed to use that even if the person's met you four times right like, it's very your friends and then you do dear it dear so and so comma space whatever the words are you don't know it's not like we won't read it it's really harsh in the beginning when it, the way it comes off is like, oh, did you just uh, did you swear at me in the email? Right. <laughs> wow. No. Just no matter what you're young or whatever your business is, just you still have to present yourself in a, I think, a more formal, professional way. Yeah, definitely. True. Even if it's email or on Twitter. And say what you do. Like right. so you get these emails, and also it's like um, you know, like a treasure hunt. Yeah. Like oh, now I have to figure out what it is you do. Hi. Email me. Here's my email. Uh, okay. Who are you? What do you do? You know, like that person right. that emailed you about the radio show. Like they haven't told you that they sing, dance, tap dance, mime. They haven't told you what they mime. do. <laughs> we should. Kenyatta, can we have a mime on the radio show? Okay. She said no. You mean? Damn. That would be fun. But yeah, it just gets into the habit of like, okay, I get this message and I won't. Re- I just stop responding to stuff. I I told you I worked for a designer during summer and it was so funny. Every time we would get mails like for students or like um, designers out there asking for work, she would read them out and we would just laugh. Like some people have no fucking clue. Uh, dear whoever, uh, whoever it may concern. First of all, to whomsoever it may concern, that's not what you write. If you can, if you're using an email to someone. You should probably Google it to get the contact yes. information. And then I met you two months back at an event, and I really liked the top you were wearing, and I commented on it. Uh, I'm looking for a job. What? You don't say such things. No. Don't That's do that. That's so ridiculous. I don't know. People are just weird. People are weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. And then also, make sure... That whatever you say you're gonna do or you can do, you can do it. Oh, are we about to start talking about flakes? Flakes, yes. That is that is the way to kill yourself. Oh my god. You might just jump off the Chicago bridge into the Chicago River. This topic's gonna get so heated that I'm gonna lay back and sip on my latte while Quentin gets heated up. You know you know there I you know, I give people a, a Flake get out of jail free car. I mean, we are all busy people, and in this time, especially recession time, you have to be like multidisciplinary in what you do. Right. So you can't do it all. So sometimes you forget a lunch here and there, but definitely follow up, take care of that. Like once you realize follow that you flaked, up. right? You need to, you need to take care of that. Pedal fast. Yes. Call right. Apologize. Something. Assure the person will never do it. But what I don't get is people Starbucks who gift card something. They flake. And then they flake again, and they flake again, and they flake again, and then they want to, oh, I don't have a job. Oh, and then my life isn't where I wanted to be. Like, I remember you saying that you had a job interview with so-and-so, and you never went. Or I remember you saying that you were going to enter a contest, and you have been drinking every night, so you can't even put the project together. So what's going on with your life? Oh, my God. I hate that when I use, like, oh, you know, like my people capital, what I call people capital. Everyone has people capital. Wait, 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 Whoa. wait. What is people capital? People capital is your network, your personal network of resources. So like, let's say, you know, a dancer, a photographer, a designer, an illustrator, and you help them like get work. So you recommend them, blah, blah, blah. And, and these are the people who are not flaked. People you keep close to you that 
come through all the time. The reliable right. people in your life. That right. the reliable people in your life, including your parents, whoever, is your people capital. Right. So you gotta take care of them. Right. Um, but when you like a friend and you hook them up with your people capital and they don't come through, you gotta you gotta do uh, something about that. Yeah. Because now you're injuring your personal Right. Because that person just made you look bad. Exactly. Exactly. You have this to make sure. Because many I, times, I believe this fullheartedly. But you are the people you surround yourself with. You are. That's I believe true. that. So if you surround yourself with the uh, thugs, you're a thug. <laughs> or <a> police officer. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, whatever. Um, cricket. Anybody? Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the only thing I strongly, not the only, but one of the things I strongly believe in. Um, I have a horrible memory for names and numbers. And um, what I do is when I'm storing somebody's name down on my cell phone, I will put down something in which I'm going to remember them. So I'm going to break this to you, Quentin, but the first time I met you and I stored your number, um, I stored it as Quentin FRC because you work at the Fashion Resource Center. But then after I got to know you and I know I'm never going to forget who you are, I delete the FRC and I just keep it as Quentin. So now when you call it only Quentin, but I do that with everyone. Oh, wow. When I uh, first met you, I pretended to put your number in my what? phone, oh, but I didn't because I didn't think uh, anything would come out of it. Thanks. I was just trying to give a tip because I'm saying I have I mean, I was giving you a tip too. Sometimes you can spot them out immediately, but I guess I was wrong. Well, you know, I'll tell you something about pretending pretending to like someone. You are such a hoe. And yeah, sometimes you gotta be a hoe when you're networking. (laughs) (laughs) If you can't read my lips, people, I'm telling Quentin to fuck off. (laughs) Jai, no. All right. (laughs) All right, good comeback. I must say that. Oh, man. No, I'm just saying, like, everyone you network with, you don't have to like them. Like, put their number in their phone. They could get you. This person could drive you crazy. But they have, if they have something that can perpetuate what you're doing, right. like, just deal with them. It, it, you know, those are just people's skills. You know, I, I have to tell myself this every day. Like, there's people I may not be in love with but or be around or they might not, you know, smell good. They might have problems, hygienic problems. You, know, you just have to work it out. <laughs> you have to work it out Dang. to get where you need to be. Right. I like that workout plan. Work it out. Make it work. Like All right. How do you feel about. Um, okay, so there was a, a website that was specifically designed for networking, but I think it is so prehistoric that I like don't take people seriously when they bring it up. But LinkedIn, are you on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. And. Our DJ is putting his hand up as well. DJ 516. Here's the old profiles. Okay. You may have a hundred of them. I have so many profiles. And of course, I don't go to my LinkedIn all the time, but I do visit it every once in a while. You have to visit your profiles. Like, of course, everyone's on Facebook right now. But that could change. You know, it used to be MySpace. So it's just better to have it than not to have it. And I... you know, in this internet world, it's important to have your name just out there floating. So, you know, even if you don't update your LinkedIn profile, that's just another way for people to find you. Right. By accident. They might, people find a lot of things online by accident. Right. So, you just want to make sure you have those keywords. You want to have nobody dances here out there as much as possible so people listen to the show. All right. Oh. So, LinkedIn is one, Facebook's the other one. Do you Google your name ever? Oh I have Googled it, and um, it was a missing child once, <laughs> and I got sad. But you're right here. <laughs> you're right. We found her. She was white. Oh, shit. I am brown. I'm a brown person. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, no, but the, you know, the thing is, like, I have Googled myself, and um, you know, after those missing kids came up, I was like, okay, this is stupid. This is way too narcissistic. Right. I have to stop Googling myself. But I do Google people. Other okay. people. When I meet, when you meet someone, Google them. Funny stuff comes up. Right. You should. I agree. Like every time you meet someone, whether it's a business-related thing or a romantic thing, Google them. Is it all like stalking them? No. You're just trying to get information. The information is out there. Because sometimes you can find out some stuff that you probably wouldn't find out until you broke up with the person. You know what I'm saying? Mm, no. <laughs> How many times have you Googled yourself? I have Google Alerts set up, so every time my name or Ooh, nobody dances You have to show here, that to me. I don't even I have will, that. Uh, every time it enters the Google web as a searchable item, I get an email. I Googled you, Quentin. Oh, you did? What'd you find? Nobody dances here. Oh, cool. It's something about dancing. Yeah, I used to choreograph. All right. Yeah, so. That's why he got his hustle on when the Usher song came up. Yeah, I was about to break some equipment. Mm. I don't understand. We have a flashback of my <laughs> dancing career, you know? Uh oh. Yeah, that's long gone. <laughs> All right. You stopped dancing? I haven't stopped dancing. I just decided that I need to focus on making money, and dancing would be a side thing. So. All right, and yeah. see, and that's what I'm saying. You a hustler. Everyone has to be a hustler, right? And you know, everyone has to have all kinds of jobs they know how to do, like dancing and singing and miming and eating but and I, cooking and yeah. But I do want to <laughs> say this: whatever your hustle is, you need to, in terms of networking, you really need to know the major people in that industry in your city. Right. Like, if you're a dancer, you need to know all the you need to know of the choreographers in your city. If you're into cooking, you need to know of the major chefs. Stuff that regular people wouldn't know, you should know. It's true. You need to, like, it, you know, the, the niches. I mean, that's basically right. niches. Like, you need to align yourself with everyone that's doing what it is that you do. It can only strengthen things. So. Right. But I want to ask you this. Or you can answer this too, Neha. But um, you know the guys that are on the, the street and they're trying to sell you CDs? Like bootleg movies or what? No, no, no. They, they're the like, a, they're, yeah, yeah they're a that. rap group or a singing group or something like that or poets, and they're trying to get you to buy like a CD that they made for ten dollars. But I will, <laughs> I'll like try to talk to them because you know I'm trying to get people on this radio show. So I'm like, oh, what's your MySpace? What's your Facebook? What are you with the uh, agency or something like that? And they're like, no, no, no. Like you don't even have a MySpace? No. Like what am I supposed to do with this? It's so bizarre. I mean, Did they have a card at least. No, no card. The CD doesn't even have anything in it. Sometimes have your information on you. Come on. They don't get it. They don't know how to network. Nicole. No. Sometimes I talk and I'm like, you know what? You know, if I have a minute, I'd be like, hey, you know, I would have been more interested in this if you didn't have, you know, a unairbrushed butt on the front of your CD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Photoshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you know, it's just like there's a way to present yourself. You know, keep it clean, and then when you when you're paid, you can do whatever you want. You can have as many butts on the front of your CD right. as possible. So, what do you feel about like the social networking that is turning into cheap promotions by many companies? Like, well, you know, I'm one of those companies. I am. I am also one of those companies that is cheaply promoting myself. You do not. You're not cheaply promoting yourself. Well, you know. If she's not paying for it, it's cheap. Right. Facebook True. is free. Twitter is free. True. 
It is. I'm using it. You know, I say everyone has an audience, and um, you know, a lot of the invites um, in Facebook. Of course, you ignore a lot of them once you get a lot of friends on there. But when you see something you like, you know, like a keyword, then you right. you, you read it. You're paying attention. Right. It's just good to glance at that stuff. You know, I think it does get like, um, oh, I was really so pissed that um, someone I did this photo shoot for this website. And um, he commented on one of the photos, and they're like, your, your photo has a new comment. So, you know, you go to look, and it was a link to his mixtape CD. No. Oh, no. That is so tacky and cheap. Like, don't go into my photos. Look at the photo. Leave a comment, and it's you promoting yourself. It wasn't even related to it the photo? It was completely unrelated to the photo. That you is whack. did that because your photos probably got a lot of hits. Right. That's just whack. That is just lame. Don't somebody, do that. Yeah, somebody once left um, a little note on a random photograph of mine on Facebook saying, Hey, I'm looking for a job. No, I'm looking to hire somebody for an assistant designer. Do you want to join me? And I was just like, What? On a photo? On a Facebook photograph, yes. And that's why I'm thinking of reducing all my photographs and all my information on Facebook. Okay, don't. We have a call. Um. Shh. All right. <laughs> Quentin's passing out. I'm really on nobody dances here. I have a question. You have a question? Yeah, I do. Um, go ahead. Uh, well, my question is, is you know, I'm not the most sexy, attractive guy. So, in terms of networking, like, what are some of the best ways, I guess, you, if you guys are talking about, you guys think that I should do, or, you know, just to get myself more comfortable and uh, put myself out there. So, you're not sexy. I am not, so no, I'm not, actually. So, I mean, I don't have, like, I guess, big boobs or any of that stuff. Oh, wow. Nicole? Well, for the shy person, I mean, you know, the, one of the best, easiest things you could do is maybe, like, half a glass of wine, have a drink. I mean, people don't really have, like, shy issues. You have to get over it somehow. You have to figure out, you have to figure out some way to get over it. I mean, you have to have a drink, something that relaxes you. Do something that relaxes you, and then just go for it. Just like getting on a roller coaster. You just, like... You know, yeah, you, you get have to do it. You get your brain together to get on the roller coaster, and you're scared, but you're gonna do it anyway. So, just yeah, kind of have to. Yeah, I agree. So, so it kind of, you know, sometimes you don't say the most. <laughs> you know, for every you kind of not there and there. You one glass leads to two. And no, no, no. I said a glass. I didn't say glasses. We I didn't do not say support a, alcoholism. Oh, bunch. We do not support alcoholism. Like, you know, and that's what I will say about the after five events. Please. um you know, have a drink. If you don't know your limit, don't have multiple drinks and then start trying to talk to people about what you're doing. That is just so... They're going to remember that you were that wasted person. They're not going to remember what you were talking about. So try to keep it at a minimum. If you can't hold your liquor, don't have anything. Okay. And have your business right, cards yeah. on you. Don't business eat. cards. But, like, is there anything he could do about his self-esteem? I don't understand why you don't think that you're sexy or attractive enough to network. Well, no, I just refer to the, you know, the comment that, you know, uh, use your sexiness or, you know, most people like to work with uh, 
attractive people are, you know, that whole crowd. You know, I'm not the most stylish or attractive person, but I do, you know, have a to network too as well. Well, that's when you ask for help. Like when you're shy like that, you don't have any self-esteem. I mean, there's things you can, do. You can go shopping, you can style yourself. Like, you know, talk to someone that's not shy and be like, hey, how do you do that? And then they'll probably give you some tips or they can go shopping with you. There's ways. Anytime you're, like, nervous or you don't know how to do something, just get help. Like, <laughs> get you some help. Get some help. <laughs> get some help. <laughs> yeah, just get help. Just ask. Always ask. You know, people don't ask. One of the biggest problems, I don't know, I've read so many books, uh, seven, effects of highly effective, seven Habits of Highly Effective People. People do not ask. You need to ask more questions. So if you don't know how to present yourself, you need to get help. Door <laughs> makeover. Yeah, all of that good stuff, all of that. You know, chew gum, you worry about your breath, pop some gum. I mean, you know, there are things you can do. All right. Thank you for calling. All right, bye. Thanks. See ya. Oh. All right. All right. Wow, that was interesting. That was a good, you know. Yeah, good question. So, how how do you think that guys should dress in terms of after five networking? Because that I think that would be the most tense you would be. Oh God, I went to this networking event last night. It was so bad. It was, I went to Old Town Social, mm-hmm. and this new swank is really cute. It's really posh. Will you take me? Any day. <laughs> where do you want to go? Anytime. Where do you want to go? Well, let me tell you what, you, what to expect. All right. Okay, it's going to be kind of a Linkin Park crowd. You're going to see bad jeans, oh. bad loafers, oh. and collar shirts. Shut up. Why? How does everyone's elf from work and they just switch to loafers and come there? Oh, we have no. another call. Uh, we have one more call. Let's do this. All right, this is Nobody Dances here. You're on the air live. Hello? Yes, hello. How are you doing? Hi, I was calling in for the radio. Yep. I have a question. Okay, ask. What's your question? Hello, are you there? Hello. Yeah, what's I your do. question? I have a question since you guys are talking about networking sites. Okay. How, it's about etiquette. How do you reject people that you know like I have a bunch of high school friends that send me friend requests and I feel guilty when I ignore them how do I get over that um well if it's something that you've known um know a person you've known for a long time um, I feel like this is someone that you could talk to and be real with I will first give them an opportunity like if they have something they want to show you then I would listen the first time but if you don't like it I would um I would just pull them aside and just be honest and be like, look, we're friends. I feel like I could be honest with you. This is not for me. Like, I, would, I wouldn't I would use any malicious words, but I would just be point blank, look them in the eye. I love you. However, this is not for me. It's for someone else. Yeah, see, they have nothing to say. They just want to be my friend. And I think they're trying to be nosy. See, you know, know what I do? What I do is add them, add them as friends because otherwise it might offend them. But then, you know, like the limited profile thing on Facebook? So you add them, but you make them a limited friend in your life. Ah. Yeah, so that way you're not offending them. They don't know um, how much information you're giving out to them. So they're happy, you're happy that they don't know too much about you and you're still keeping your privacy intact. 
and it works out for both of you. Yeah. That's good. Because I have anxiety when I see them out in social situations. I'm like, fam, I rejected you. Not that they care that much, but... If you, if you do feel anxious, if you do feel a little bad about yourself for doing that, just add them. Make sure you go and change your settings to what the block mode is, to what your limited profile is, and yeah, add them to limited profile. Yeah, but reject who you want. I mean, you know, reject whoever you want. Don't feel bad about that. <laughs> you know, you're, good, you're, good. A, you are confident to reject them when you see them. Just be like, oh, I, I always make a joke out of it. Like, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm clownish like that. So I'm like, I rejected you. I totally rejected you. You know what? I, you know what? Did I reject you? Like, I just, like, make a joke about it. People can't say anything. When you're the confident one, there's nothing they can do but hide. Oh, wow. I, uh, that kind of just changed my like life. That. I'm telling you. That's real. Well, thank you for calling. All right. Thank you. Bye. I mean wow. If you have the confidence, nobody can do anything to you. Do what you but want. But go and hide. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a brief break. That was an amazing series of questions there. Yes. Thank People you. actually called in. Thank you. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Stay here. Don't leave. Nobody dances here. And in the background, you hear DJ 516. Yes. And this yep. is Nicole Briggs and Neha and Quentin. And we're coming back. Back to the eight. Don't take that other couple meal and put it back in the safe. Five cash for the crib on the back of the lake. I'm up in crucial two stepping with the gat in your way. See, I ain't in the street no more for boy. That what they say. Go ahead and try when you see him, boy. You have to be great. Cause the pills to hit you in your face, your teeth to have to replace. That's if you like your nigga, trust me, it don't hurt me to take. A hundred thousand to the nations, you'll be murdered today. Now, for real, nigga, homies, on six figures on me. Got a pistol, you don't want it, boy. You know what it is. I'm way flyer, my pay's way. Never seen in the states. No idea how much yeah, I could bring in the states. Hey, you can get a hundred on 
the scene with a K. You think I'm running up and robbing, I ain't even the case. And just because you get away, that don't mean it's okay. You a dead man walking, and I mean it, okay? I'm a real nigga, homie, throw six figures on me. Got a pistol, you don't want it, but you know what it is. I'm way flyer, my pay's way higher. If they ever mention Sire, well, you know what it is. Got that drama, you don't want no problems. I love that llama, but you know what it is. Dances oh, here. Oh, Welcome back. Even though we're, we're dancing, <laughs> we are dancing. We're in the club. We're in the club. Stop spazzing out on me. All right, sorry. Thanks. All right. So that's Quentin. I'm Neha. We have Nicole Briggs and the DJ 516. We're back. <laughs> All right. So leaving straight from work and going out is what a lot of people end up having to do, especially if you have a job downtown or close to downtown. You don't have to go all the way back out to Rogers Park or to Lincoln Park. Edison, wherever. Right. So how do you, what tips can you give for people who want to be able to go to work and then leave from work and go, you know, okay. after five networks? There's two things they could do. Now, it's really easy, easy for women. I think the easiest thing for a woman to do to go from day to night mm-hmm. Make sure that you change, you bring a change of shoes. So you want to wear your high heels tonight. Make sure you bring them. And then I think I see them in your bag. Look at you in your duster. (laughs) What's in the bag, Neha? They're my high heels. Uh huh. Your high heels. My high heels. Your high heels. High heels. Oh. Very nice. Very nice. She has her stilettos and a duster. Right. And she's got her little flats on while she's yeah. working. I like that. Okay. I like that. But yeah, <laughs> just do that. Bring some things to change into. Even if you don't feel like change, if you can handle if you sit most of the day, just wear your heels. And I think women should wear like a um like a tight shift dress, something that's simple, but like shows your body. But wear a blazer and you just take the blazer off when you go out and you're still hot. But, I mean, if you really want to do a lot more after hours, just bring a change of clothes. Right. And then I think guys a little more, the problem is, like I said, with Old Town Social, those collar shirts that I just want to kill and send to hell forever. Like polos? Um, No, no, no. A button-up. Just, like, you just took your work pants off and put jeans on and it's hanging out. It's not tucked in. You pull it out of your pants and instantly you're ready for after five. That, that is. is not the case. Can we I call say that, something we awful? We call that Lincoln Park Couture. Lincoln Park Couture <laughs> and it's awful. Can I say something? Yes. I love men in white shirts. I can't. I don't care if they come from work. It's very douchey. I love Ooh. it. <laughs> douchey. I mean, I think that there are also Couture. women there um, that were into it, but when you look around, it's always a problem when you look around and everyone looks the same. This doesn't happen in New York. When you look around and everyone has on the same thing, it's kind of a problem for me. Right. Sorry. I don't like that either. So do you have a man right now? A man? No. No one's my man. Ooh. Ooh. It, you know, you need like 10 men to date me. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> I have to be honest. Girl, you need to get your HIV tested. Oh. 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 That was really low. I that was, was oh Neha is a trip. I like that you. She threw the PSA in there on me, on me. No, no, no. I mean, like you know. No, I know what you're saying. Of I was course. kidding. But you know, this year is all business. This year is all business. <laughs> all business. If they start wearing the button up, button down shirts, then maybe we, maybe no. we could chit chat. Chit chat. Chit chat. Give a dog yeah. a bone. Give a dog a bone. <laughs> 
Ooh. But guys, yeah, you know what? It's it's a little more difficult because there's not a lot of style choices. Women they can go to town with accessories. Right. It's hard with to find stuff. Just invest in nice tees, nice t-shirts, nicer jeans, not those yeah. dad jeans. Like I saw so many 25 year olds last night that were leaning towards looked 45 from the neck down. At least start wearing color, if nothing else. I mean, that's the least men can do. Just please wear some color. Wear some color or, you know, wear like just nicer jeans. and nice. I don't know how else to say it. Get a nice v-neck t-shirt. Like what Quentin's wearing. He looks very cute today. Yeah, Natalie. Quentin. Inspired by Natalie Burton. Yes. The lovely she has a fashion very nice designer and black, training. like v-neck and yeah. like very cool dark denim and some sneakers and a watch. And he's done. Yeah, I'm done. And he's always looking hot. Not really, but yeah. You know, but I mean, everyone can venture into that. Not too much jewelry. I don't like all that jewelry. Well, after you told, like, last time you are here, we are talking about dressing down, make under, and I've been doing that. Yeah, make under. Make and under. Was, I noticed that's one of the persons I noticed I've gotten today. more compliments wearing basic, basic stuff. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Make under, people. I think more men should invest in, like, getting, like, a pair of, like, boots or something. Like, yeah. you do the boots. Mount, get a plaid shirt, mountain man. I, I don't know. Play with your look. Play with your look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Get a parka. Get an anorak. Something. Right. How do you feel about all this DJ 516, a.k.a. Nate Carter? You got to talk oh. to the mic, buddy. You can't just talk it to air. Check one. Two. <laughs> um, I was at Crescendo last night, and... It's it's a classic example of most of the women, you know, are completely diverse. Everyone's using their own look. And then you have the guys and every guy has on a dark shirt and a button I mean a dark or I'm sorry, dark denim and a button down shirt. Maybe a hat, maybe not a hat. The same black shoes or brown shoes. I mean it's it's like a cast a call for the button up crew. That's exactly what it looks like. I, to the point where I have like a closet full of button-down shirts that I'm now hesitant to wear. I have to step up my graphic T-shirt game just because I, I don't want to look like agree. everybody else when I go out. I have like 30 button-down shirts from like One MX Express, <laughs> every single color and color code. Like I, I won't wear them anymore. Yeah, I can't wear. Them. I mean, like those are those are job interview shirts now. Those are. They are. Th- those I like. They're straight I, off the. Wind. I emotionally can't wear it unless I'm putting a suit jacket over it with exactly. a tie. Exactly. And then, and in a minute, you won't be able to do that. It falls coming. In a minute, now everybody's gonna bring their blazer out. Yeah. Every. You know, October, November. Now everybody has on a blazer. The only thing that's cool about that is everybody has on the same button-down shirt. But now it's Blazer Wars. I, I win. My blazers are shit. <laughs> but, but Blazer but, Wars. But, but Blazer I mean, Wars. But I mean, mine's gonna fuck you. Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, for real, get, it, it, engaging in Blaze Awards, get on my team. You, you'll win. Trust me. Man. <laughs> oh, Man, that's some confidence. That's, I'm glad. I'm glad you're putting it out there. I mean, so in, 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 in a minute, I mean, I'm going to have to just do vests. I mean, and, and <laughs> vests and button down shirts because I don't want to look like the, the PBR crew with the vest and the t shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to have to, on a daily basis, switch from Fedora to Kango to Fedora to Kango before people start stealing my Kangos. I'm sick of looking at guys and women in Fedoras. Girls girls look cute in Fedoras. I, I dig it. I don't like it. I, it's like the little, the, the little for I your tiny like head Fedora. It, a Fedora hat is a personality thing. You have to have the personality you, yes, to match it. Because yeah, I do I see say. it on some girls and some guys, and it looks really sexy. But then people are just like, well, I'm going to put my Fedora on and it look really cool. I'm like, no. no. It yeah, you have to be able no. to pull it off. 
It's kind of like the same thing like when you get eyeglasses and like the frames have to fit your face in order for it to work. Same thing with hats. True. At a certain point, though, you have to give people the credit for trying. I mean, I'd rather see the cat with the fedora than the same dude with the white shirt with navy blue stripes, dark denim, Good black point. shoes, and a Heineken in his hand. Nicole, how do you feel about that? I have that shirt. Nicole agrees. Like, I own that shirt. I own a Christian Dior shirt that I cannot wear because I'm going to look like 12 people at the club. It pisses me off because I love that fucking <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh, no. Wear it to a fashion event. I'm going to have to wear it any place else that is not open till 4. So, because Nicole, otherwise I'm going to look like how- everyone there. How do we guys who because we clearly don't want to look like the other guys we've been seeing at Crescendo and I was at Soundbar last night. We should have hung out. We should have hung out. We were all in douchey <laughs> douchebag <laughs> spots last night. And you're asking him to hang out at a douche place? Oh. We were all in douchebag spots. But we could have like gone somewhere else, you know? That's true. Networking. That's See? true. Right, networking. All right, get your hustle on. Right, but working guys find good stuff that's original and doesn't look like what everybody else is wearing. Well, yeah, I agree. He's saying thrift store next to me. Thrift store. 516. Thrift store. And then just look for, go to men's boutiques and talk to them. Have conversations with them about clothes and textiles. You don't just have to go to Barney's or Bloomingdale's and just hang out in their, you know, cookie cutter men's North sections. North Avenue. The smaller the store, the more you can have you know, you can kind of work on a more original style. Nothing is original. We just have to accept the fact that nothing is original, but you can throw your own personal flair on it by going to some place that's not so mainstream. Mm. For, I don't know, I just want to put this in. For anybody and everybody that is interested in like what Nicole just said, there are tons and tons of tons of small boutiques at Milwaukee and North Avenue. Yeah. Just step in. Um, it might be a little pricey. Go in when there's a sale going but on. But see, the thing about prices is that I learned this from um, one of my teachers last semester. It's better for you to spend that money on that one good thing that's going to last you for some years. It's so and, true. And yeah. it's never going to go to sell. Then they go to Old Navy and try to fit into some $20 jeans that are going to burn out in like four weeks. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Go when there's a sale, even if you think that's it's pricey. But go in and shop because those boutiques are fabulous. And especially now, people are giving all kinds of deals like during a recession. Just ask the staff. Just be like, look, are you guys having an event coming up where you're going to give a percentage off? Or is there some kind of like incentive program going on? They're going to have one. Everyone has one this year. Yeah. Nate, uh, what are your favorite stores to shop? Um, I love, I think it's called Crosswinds on Milwaukee Avenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have, yeah. I have a couple of buddies that work there. Um, perfect. I mean, for denim, like you can get all the jeans that you don't want to spend eighty bucks on for like seventy five percent off. Um, what? What? Now, I'm, listen, Quinn, are you Quinn, are you sleeping you know? on this? Chris, you, yeah, Crossroads. Crossroads. I'm writing this down. Um, I used to be a big fan of Urban Outfitters. It got kind of played out. So and now I shop with caution at Urban Outfitters because yeah. you don't want to look like the other 30 guys in Urban Outfitters. Try, you know, <laughs> All I have a so I bought uh, my first expensive T-shirt from Urban Outfitters. It was a pink Batman shirt and I bought it because I love Batman. But I was like, nobody else is going to have this shirt. And everybody was giving me compliments and match, match my shoes. It's like this pink. You see that pink right there? A fluorescent? Yeah, fluorescent pink. Hot. Uh, yeah, about five dudes had that same shirt because it was massively produced. I felt really sad. I can't hear you, Nicole. Can't, 
Wait. What um, are the other places? I want to know the other places that you shot at. All right, all right. I'm going to give away one of my secrets. Uh, there's a... Uh, we like secrets. There's a skateboard shop, actually. Uh, it, uh, no. Armory. Uh, I mean, in, in Albany Park. It's like on West Lawrence. I mean, literally so in the cut that I've planned on stopping by this store and got too much into my iPod and walked past the store where I know where it is. That's where I got the t-shirt that I have on now. I'm very confident knowing that um, there's probably only one store in the city you can get it. And there's like an armory in Chicago. There's like an armory in New York. There's an armory in Japan. There's an armory in Miami. And that's it. There are four stores. And they do not mass produce. All their stuff is custom made for them. You, I mean, $20 is normally the cutoff for a t-shirt. Drop $25 on a t-shirt if you know. No, no for a fact that no one else is going to have it on. $25. Yeah. And and, 25. and and what I did was I saw the t-shirt I wanted It was actually 28 when I first went in Came back in the store three weeks later It was 19 bucks Thank you Ring me up <laughs> you can write a song about that <laughs> Ring me up shawty Ring um, me ha- up Haven't oh. said that If 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 you you know Want to get something now I mean One of the best kept secrets Because I haven't seen a lot of people doing it They got graphic tees at Target now For 10 bucks Some of the best t-shirts I've gotten in the last year, like from Guinness t-shirts to comic book t-shirts, I got at Target for no more than 12 bucks. I got a $3 graphic t-shirt from Walgreens. Um, You guys might know it. It's the black Chicago shirt that has like the graffiti on it and has all the major neighborhoods. You should not admit to that. You're done. You're you're done. I wore it. People are like, where'd you get it? It's like Walgreens. Like, no way. And then a lot of homeless people were wearing the same shirt. (laughs) So (laughs) I had to stop wearing it. That's not who you want to blend in with. Right. (laughs) (laughs) laugh at my pain i'm trying to think where else uh honestly uh you can get just i mean if you want just like plain ungraphic t-shirts you got ragstock right there on milwaukee avenue has the shirt that you wear under the shirt you're gonna wear or uh, the shirt that you pair up with something else like if you gotta wear a t-shirt with a blazer you can get something you know like filler t-shirts not the not the marquee joint but the you know what i'm talking about for now you're talking about spending three to seven dollars i didn't know you were so fashionable i live with two girls i grew up in a family of women like if i was any closer to chicks i wouldn't like chicks uh, <laughs> straight up <laughs> uh. <laughs> neha yeah. You're a fashionista. Okay. Designing fashion. And? Where are you getting at? <laughs> I don't know. Just, you know, picking on you. Um, well, for women, since we gave men so many options, for women, check out Shrink Boutique. I've heard of that. Where yes. Is that? Shrink Boutique. Shrink oh, Boutique. Stuff. Shrink Boutique. <laughs> Shameless Shrink plug. Shrink Boutique. Come on. T- what's going on with Shrink Boutique? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? That was a shameless plug. Um, always good stuff. Um, getting ready to shoot my fall lookbook. Stay tuned. You and have to invite me to that shoot. I want to. Do you want to be re- on that shoot? Yes. Okay. I'm a blogger. I'm like live from Nicole's shoot. Okay. Exclusive. And you're there. You have a personal invite right now. Thank you. Networking um, people. See, networking. Like I have some teas for men on my um really cool line I like on my site, Acropolis. Oh, they have this one tea that's like the whole world and it's called Pangea and we have it in black and white. I think it's really smart. Okay. And I mean the keywords I try to do with teas when I pick them is smart. Like smart. keep it smart. It was too goofy. It's too funny. It probably does look like it came from Walgreens, but you know, like you said, you saw the homeless. You don't want to have right. that homeless tees. <laughs> so, right. but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on. We have a lot of cute dresses coming for women, and um, you know, just 
fall stuff keep stay tuned that's it stay tuned well nicole thank you so yeah. much for coming anytime i'll be back you will be back because you you're our we'll fashion sure correspondent yes yes yes, <laughs> love yes. always love fun it. love it love it all right we're so, gonna take a very short break like a like you don't have seconds. enough time to dance so stay seated stay all seated. Right. Yep. all right all right we'll be back thanks nicole <laughs> there you go. Shrinkboutique.com. <laughs> You're Check it crazy. Out, go shop. <laughs> and nobodydancehere.com if you need the links. Because some of you guys don't like to type. I learned that. We're back. I told you that was a short break. Yes, that's Quentin. I'm Neha, and we're with our guest DJ. 516, 516. That's what time it is. Huh? Man, I need you at every one of my gigs to bring me out. I appreciate that. Are you serious? Yes. I, like, 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 that's all, that was almost as good as the I'm, Bulls theme song. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, all you bitches need to dance. Yeah, for real. Please. Right. That's my goal. Get them right. on the dance floor and keep them there. 516. Why 516, buddy? Yeah, why is your name 516? The mystery of DJ 516. Very, very simple. I wanted to pick something that I knew would stick with me. Something that, like, you know, if I'm DJ in 10, 20 years from now, would still be relevant. So, if anyone wants to know why my, uh, why my name is DJ516. Give me a birthday gift on May 16th. Ooh. Uh, very simple. Very, very simple. I, I, even if I break my hands and can't DJ anymore, I'll still be 516. So that's speak. true. So, yeah. Um, it can die out. No. I don't. 7 6 doesn't sound. Yeah, luckily I, I have a birthday that has a decent. Yeah. Luckily I have a birthday that has a pretty decent ring What's to it. What's your birthday? Uh, 118. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds good. See, I, if I would be, if I were going to be a DJ, I'd either be DJ QXR. Yes. Which is a robot. <laughs> <laughs> or in a play that was in that, uh, in my other college, uh, I'd be Dr. Jazz Magic. That's actually not a bad, you know, it sounds really old school. Like it back does. when everyone was kid or young. Or right. Dr. Jazz Magic. I'm telling you, that's a great DJ name. That's a, actually a really good name. For those of you who <laughs> don't know, uh, it was a play set in New Orleans pre-Katrina and I was a voodoo priest. All right. So moving, moving on. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right. So DJ516, what is your take on Chicago nightlife? Uh, really, 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 really lame. Like, like on a scale of one to ten, with Damn. ten being like the lamest ever, we're like at nine point seven five. It's really, really bad. I was talking about being a crescendo last night. I was a crescendo last night because on any given night of the week, I have three or four friends that work there. Yeah, I'm friends with Aaron. Yeah, you know, I got Aaron. Court, do you know Courtney Bell? Yes, Courtney Bell. That actually, sounds familiar. Actually, Courtney Bell used to work there. Courtney Bell is now head of security at uh, what is it? Is it Sky Bar? On, yes, yeah. Sky Bar. Scott, yeah. Go give my guy Courtney a hard time. Best friend since I was a little kid. But he used to work at Crescendo. Uh, my guy Nino is a door host at Crescendo. He's the like 19 foot tall white boy. Uh, Look at you. You're connected. So you get, see, don't sit, it's all about drink tickets. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have been there. Networking. Because I met. Now Nate we gotta latch on to him. Aaron. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's a good dude. Aaron is. Aaron is probably one of the most talented young guys. Like literally, he 
doesn't have the time to do everything he knows how to do. He's I know. I kind of want to sit down and have a conversation with him for what he does. Because well, it's like he's always doing something. But I only see him at Crescendo. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the only place that I know of that he works. Now he's done some promotions. Oh, yeah. At, uh, at um, what is it? Spy Bar right around the corner? Spy right Bar, yeah. yes. Um, he actually did some work with me earlier in the year. He actually helped launch um, my company, which is the Movement Society. It was basically me, uh, my girlfriend, Bridget. Shout to my girlfriend, Bridget. Um Hi, Bridget. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Well, she'll Bridget eventually hear this, so, so I have sexy. to say something. Yeah, she is yeah. right, so hot. Stop, Quentin. Listen. I'm going to still Bridget. Oh, good luck, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good luck, buddy. She's three, and a, she's three and a half handfuls. Good luck. No, no. No, she's, no, she's the light of my life, though. Why? And a fantastic business partner, manager, slash kick me in the ass person. But I mean, every, everything that I've gotten right in the last what's today the 26th yeah okay so everything that i've really gotten right in the last 14 months and six days has been because oh. of bridget yeah i could say the same about kenyatta but there's nothing going on between me and kenyatta are you sure <laughs> i'm very sure okay then <laughs> um as back to your question about nightlife though i mean yes. the fact that that nightlife is so subpar mm -hmm. that's my motivation like you, you can tell i mean i i don't want to be one of those djs that plays 90 seconds of a song and cuts i don't want to be one of those djs that plays gucci Mane just because gucci Mane is who they've decided is hot right now so what i'm trying to do is create my own space where i can play for people that don't listen to the radio so how do you plan to create your own space and how do you plan to revolu revolutionize revolutionize the scene I'm uh, slowly but surely uh, i'm on the lookout always for the same people that complain about why they don't go out maybe as much <coughs> as they used to five six years ago <coughs> yeah people that people that complain that what they play in their house is not what they're playing at the club that's what i'm spending at the club um i, I love Do you being, have something to say i'm just saying that he's talking about me yeah i'm seriously like i i love i, I love the kind of irony and slash appropriateness of being on a radio show called nobody dances here because that is my motivation my motivation is to keep a dance floor full of people that are used to going out and leaning up against the bar but places like crescendo oh my god <laughs> well no that's not dancing that's i've been drinking for four hours and i'm just gonna move but no no, no. they don't even start doing that <laughs> they, they like, don't even start is. doing that until like way 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 after like when uh the other clubs around shut down they all pack in there but nobody oh. dances there well, well that's what happens at a 4 a.m bar you have a place that's open till 4 a.m you're one of like i think like 15 percent of the establishments in this city are at 4 a.m licenses right. so everyone that just got done partying someplace that doesn't sound bar yeah those are the people that are standing and I well no why and see the same company owns soundbar y and crescendo so that's yeah. what they do you walk out of y at 2 a.m when they close and now you can go left or you can go right and go stand in the line right <laughs> basically that's so <sighs> no it's, it's actually genius they that that's club hopping the, the corner of uh i mean ontario basically between franklin and wales is a cash cow three establishments right. and one like one guy or one group one company owns all three places i know i mean i'm not gonna bat mouth them because i have gotten into these places for free just i wouldn't go if i didn't yeah it's it, not it, worth paying cover if i didn't have yeah if i didn't have homies there if i mean i, I wouldn't go not not because i don't like the, the space itself is fantastic right. i wish they got a promoter in there that would let me spend tribe call quest and they lost soul records all night i'd be there right. you know what i'm saying but um why is what, what why are you naming your business the movement the movement society 
Movements oh. society. I mean, because that's basically what we're trying to do. We are trying to. You realize your logo is really creepy too, right? Which all oh, the baby? Yeah, yeah, the baby screaming. <laughs> it, it, well, first of all, I mean, I, I make no qualms about having a very, very warped sense of humor. Um, but it, it was something that it was something that one of my colleagues found online, and I saw it, and I laughed at it on site. I'm like, that's it. That, that's immediately <laughs> it. I'm just hoping that whoever whoever's child that is doesn't like sue me for like intellectual property or anything. Duh. In which case, I'll it's just, a Gerber baby. In which, in, <laughs> in which case, I'll just take a picture of another crying baby. Uh, um, <laughs> and that, that'll be like the 2010 logo. No, but I mean, what we're trying to do is buck the status quo. What we're trying to do is attract everything from our friends to our friends of friends. People, like I said, that don't hang out very much. At one of my parties, like one of the biggest events I've ever been associated with, you were there, was the Rock With You event, where we invited, I mean, we literally handpicked our crowd, but we handpicked to the tune of about 1,900 people. And everybody in that room was no more than two degrees of separation from me, my guy Dom that works at Park Avenue, you or Carlton Bradley, the choreographer for the event. Literally. Right. And and by the time we cleared the dance floor so he could do his five minute routine, we were so packed there were people standing on bars. But as opposed to any other club that's full, everyone in the club could tell you how they know me. Right. Or how yeah, I mean and, and that's the difference. So now you're at something that feels more like a house party than just right. a club party. Now it's not just a bunch of strangers bumping into each other and spilling drinks on each other. Now it's an event. That's what an event is supposed to be. That's it what was magical. Yeah. I mean, I was late on that blog post, but I posted, uh, check out the blog post on that. Well, I mean, you you were part of the reason why the room got full, so thank you. Thank oh, you thank much. you yes. for inviting me, you know. We That's got there, and we were all like, because I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a typical club scene. We got there, we're like, holy shit. People are dressed up like Michael Jackson. He has to stop playing music. People are sweating. Like, my friends were trying to sit down. There were random guys grabbing them. Forcing them to dance. I was like, did we just end up in Europe someplace? The like, difference between what that felt like <laughs> and what your average Friday, Saturday night at the club it feels like is what the Movement Society is about. And I am a proud member. Thank you. Thank you very I much. Love we need you. The Movement Society. We, we, we need you. If you're tired of what the hell is going on when you go out to the point where you'd rather stay at home, to the point where you'd rather go over a friend's house, to the point where you'd rather just buy a bottle of booze and get drunk in your house. Kenyatta. Neha. Seriously. <laughs> If, if you want to attend a party, if you want to, you know, be down with a group of people that are trying to do the opposite of what it seems like everyone else is doing, profit-driven bullshit, please be down with the Movement Society. We need your help. And how do they, information, we need to know how to get in contact with you, how to join, how to find out your events. You just got a calendar up. I did. I, well, yeah, on a certain person's <laughs> suggestion, uh, yeah, Quinn basically, like, internet strong-armed me, like, put a calendar up, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, sir, yes, sir. Um... Uh, man, get in contact with me first and foremost. Um, I'm at facebook.com uh, slash nkc516. Um, and we'll have that link. Uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at the 14th letter, T H E 14th letter. Um, there's a uh, Movement Society link, uh, which I provided Clinton with. Uh, Quentin. Wrong president. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's definitely a link to the group page. I think it's. Uh, tr.im slash xnnx uh, for those of you who are I not. I feel like I'm at a spelling bee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't believe I actually memorized all this. Um, yeah, I mean, find me on Facebook. I'm not difficult to find. Friend me. Please. Nate Carter. Yes. Nate Carter. Yes. Nate Carter. Um, so, uh, Nate Carter, DJ for hire. Yes. Nice. All right. I, well, I, I spend clubs, weddings, uh, backyard barbecues, bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs uh, baby showers, satanic rituals, funerals, uh, exorcisms, 
Did you just say exorcism? Exorcisms. Oh my god. Well, yeah. Ten minutes ago, he was talking about being a voodoo priest. You didn't say anything about that. Talking about. I, <laughs> I was an actor in a racist play. There's a difference. Moving on. So tell us. The show is over, Neha. <laughs> <laughs> the show is over. You Thank you, Nate, for uh, coming. Thank you for having me. I'll be back anytime. Yes, come back multiple times. I actually just wanted to. Oh my God, Neha. Do the last okay. minute thing, but no, do the last minute thing. Please, 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 please do it. Yeah. I was gonna say, did you guys network um, together anytime? Yes. That's what I wanted to end it with, but thank you for cutting me off. The, the, the one, one thing I will say about Quentin That's is... That's all I, mean, I wanted to say. Literally, thank you, Quentin. We've been thank playing you. internet tag for about two months. All so right. Him making it to rock with you and, and basically helping me get the word out about the event and then me being here has literally been about a season in the making. Yeah. So all right. I am so people there. That's all about networking. You got to do it. Networking. networking. That's what I want to do. And the note with. Networking. Thank you, Quentin. Thank you, Neha. I'm cutting I love you off you. my network circle now. D- bitch, please. <laughs> 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 you just bitch please me. Yeah, please. I did. I'll please you in other ways too. Oh, oh, goodbye, oh. everybody. Oh. <laughs>